you take this woman as your lawful wedded wife? Ooh, yeah! Oh, no. Place the ring on her finger and repeat after me. With this ring... With this ring... I thee wed... I thee wed... Hello, and welcome to With This Ring, episode 52. I'm your co-host, Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host, Cindy Everett. And episode 52, we are actually entering our fifth calendar year of doing the podcast, so it lasted quite a bit longer than I thought. Right, I thought maybe four, I'd be able to wrangle you into four or five of these episodes. (laughs) Well, they haven't canceled us yet, Yes. so we'll just keep doing it. I mean, we're watching Rustin anyways, so Yes. exactly. Talk, talk about, about it. it and share with our, our tens of fans. Yes, the dozens and dozens. dozens. <laughs> I think dozens and dozens is a little uh, <laughs> generous, but that's fine. Yep. So, as we move into a new calendar year, we'll also do that on our reviews. Yeah. Moving. Yeah, so as everyone remembers, we did all of the 1998 pay-per-views in 2023. Now we're turning the calendar. Yep. And actually, this is kind of good continuity because now I have a little bit of a base, baseline between like a right. 90s rumble to 90s rumble. Spoiler alert, this one's not as good no, as the No, no, we'll, we'll get into but. that, yeah. <laughs> but now I get to see the evolution of people like The Rock from when he started. Right, like, in yeah. In 1998 when he was, you know, with the Nation of Domination and how that's evolved and how Kane is now very big. Yes. Annoying. Yeah, he was, he's moved past just burning his brother. Right, right. Maybe they'll, yeah, you're right. It's not just the Kane-Undertaker feud constantly. Right. What's I mean, the, we'll still get into plenty right. of that, but for now they're kind of, kind of they finally kind of diverged their paths for a little bit at least. Right. And now it's, you know, Vince, the corporate, the corporation versus Steve Austin. Yeah. And then DX. I'm not really sure. It's yeah. So three factions or talk about so that. So before we get into 99, we have to, okay, let's move sorry. back to the, the end of 1998. So right after Rock Bottom, the next night, uh, the corp- the DX came out and did another of their spoofs. Oh, that's right. Of the corporation, so that kind of hit, and they had already started feuding because Shawn Michaels came back and turned on X Pac and joined the corporation. So they were already starting to feud, and now that Triple H was back and healthy, yeah, he, like because before it was like X Pac's the main guy, right? He's not a main event, but Triple H is someone that they're trying to. I, I mean, I, I always thought I always liked X Pac. Yeah, I, I mean, X Pac's one of the best. He's probably. At this point, yeah. technically the best wrestler in the company. Yeah, I yeah I believe like, that. Like as far as it, and that's Actual kind skills. of what they always used him as. Like a guy, if a new guy came in, he'd have a match with X Pac, and he'd like say like, yeah, this guy can go, or no, this guy. Oh really? He yeah. was kind of like their screener. Yeah. So interesting. And it's interesting that you noticed that. Like you could oh, pick yeah. that out. Well, yeah. he's with the one two three kid. Right. Yeah. So I yes. always had my eye on him. So. So yeah, so the corporation and DX feud kind of was picking up, and I didn't take any notes on the the spoof. Was that with the midgets? Yeah, the midgets yeah. were Patterson and Briscoe <laughs> yes. sniffing Mr. McMahon's finkter. Right, right. Yes, and it also had a. So this is cut from the network. Okay, right. Because the Rock, uh, the Crack Triple H as the Rock. I think he's got a little bit of a spray tan on, yeah. but it's not as bad as the Nation one Ooh, where yes. uh, X-Pac is in full-on blackface. Oh, we didn't watch that one. Did no, we, we didn't. Sp- but scrubbed off the internet. Yeah, that, I mean, it's still on YouTube. You could find it. but So this one, I think, it was kind of just anything that could even be 
I think anything that could even be perceived, perceived as, yeah. as blackface is just off Take all streaming services nowadays. Yep. Which is yep. a good thing. I mean. Right. But right. this one, I think, I mean, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage at WrestleMania Five are darker. much darker than <laughs> Triple H's version of The Rock here. True, true. But anyways, so then I had my notes. Yes, Shawn, Michael, Shawn Michaels is back with DX, though. He, well, yeah, yeah. Eventually. I think I missed... A, session here but well no because we kind of skipped over a couple so we watched the raw after dx and then we skipped a little bit ahead so on that raw though steve austin and the undertaker both go away for a few weeks at this point just kind of to give themselves a rest Mm -hmm. but vince mcmahon announces that since steve austin did beat the undertaker he is in the royal rumble and he picks his number and of course it's number one right of course and then he gives a big introduction to a new man who will be making his wwf in-ring debut at the royal rumble and then of course the guy won't come out he's so shy that's right and shane mcmahon then calls him out and it's vince of course vince draws a number and he draws number 30 of course of course and then the next week shane mcmahon vince shane's like fully in the picture yeah shane's like co-owner and, quote unquote co-owner. yes and vince has to go to the insane asylum to get kane because kane's going to be part of the corporate team now obviously but during that shane's like power hungry and makes a match for himself against mankind it doesn't see too much it's too convoluted <laughs> it's too convoluted to but keep going man so mankind beats up shane mcmahon and for some reason Shawn michaels holds the corporation back from like getting involved in this match so the next week vince mcmahon's all pissed off and fire Shawn Michaels. Okay. And then we pick it up the next on the January fourth Raw, which was a tape draw, where Shawn Michaels comes out and reveals that he is an iron clad contract. He can't be fired. Oh. But he can rule over any wrestler other than Steve Austin. And since Vince McMahon is now a wrestler in the Royal Rumble, he can overrule him and he makes him number two in the Royal Rumble. Okay, that's yeah. That's confusing. <laughs> Unnecessarily so. Yeah, it's kind of... A little of, plot heavy for wrestling. Yeah, they they were very heavy on the stories here. Not so yes, much the, it's very much the soap opera yes. era. But the reason this Raw is so famous or infamous if you're a WCW fan was they also do Mankind vs. The Rock for the WWF title. Mm-hmm. And since it was a taped Raw, if you had read, like, that's what's going to happen, you would just assume, oh, it's going to... And then a double DQ or something, and Mankind will get a title match at the Royal Rumble. But, shock of shocks, they actually have Mankind win the title. Mm-hmm. And on Nitro, they were oh. having their big match of, it was supposed to be a rematch of Goldberg's first loss against okay. Kevin Nash. And as this is going on on Nitro, going to commercial, they say, and we're here on our competitor, they're going to have Cactus Jack, oh. who was a preliminary wrestler here, win their world title yeah that'll put some butts in the seats oh and then immediately six hundred thousand people change the channel to raw <laughs> to watch the tape to match rather than and also nitro at their own expense also just made it a very stupid storyline where goldberg is arrested oh. for aggressive stalking with miss elizabeth oh geez and oh she's still around yeah at this point okay but she's part of the nwo which and eventually oh. they reveal that yeah, he she sees Goldberg everywhere because he wrestled. He's in WCW. They go to the same towns. It's not amazing that they're right. And he she goes to the gym, and it's owned by Goldberg. So he would have something to do with it. Obviously. So, but in the meantime, while Goldberg's arrested, 
Hulk Hogan takes the match. And they have Kevin Nash versus Hulk Hogan, which should have been a big-time match, but instead Hulk Hogan gives him what's now known as the finger poke of doom. Okay. And pins Hogan, or pins Nash and wins the belt. And like a big finger? Match. Like, he literally pokes him, and Kevin Nash falls down. Like, oh, jeez. <coughs> so everyone's like... So it was all a ruse. Yeah. The NWO is back together again. Okay. And everyone's watching the tape draw that this happened on. <laughs> 600,000, is that like... Out of like 4 out million. Of, is that number you pulled out of the air? Or is that no, like, that's oh, on... It's like, okay. it's, Wikipedia has it. Okay, okay. Finger yep. poke. Okay, it has its own... Finger poke of doom. Yeah. Right. It, did, you write this, did you write this Wikipedia article? No, no, I can't write those. <laughs> Why not? I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, want to. Although this revelation was meant to deter Nitro viewers from switching to Raw, it instead reportedly prompted 600,000 viewers to change channels <laughs> in order to see Volt... Foley's victory, with most viewers only turning back in Nitro when there are five minutes left in the broadcast, That's in which funny. the finger poke occurred. That's really funny. And a little personal note to that, I it should have been my first day back at school, but we had a miracle snowstorm that Sunday that closed school for not only that Monday, that Tuesday also. Ooh, so nice. that was key, because, you yeah, know, right. if Raw's on Monday, you want the Tuesday off also. So. <laughs> sure, your parents are really... Oh, yeah. Ready to get you out of the house by then? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I, I mean, ask. I just stayed in my room. It wasn't right. like I was. <laughs> well, I was going to ask if you were uh, one of those 600,000 people. I switched. mean, I was, at this time, I was always, uh, I had the two VCRs. Oh. <laughs> so I was taping both shows. Gotcha. But I would be on Raw unless it was a commercial or something, and WCW was interesting. And even, it, even though I read, because you could also read the raw results and i read them every wednesday morning Aww. faithfully so i knew what was going to happen but i wasn't going to change for that right I mean, did you have the tv like the last channel button to oh flip? yeah okay yeah because i remember before that was a thing it like like read like, re key in the it wouldn't have been that time. bad because it was 29 and 30 29 and 31 oh, okay for us, click, usa click. and yeah. tnt so yeah. it was basically the same amount of clicks of yeah okay effort, effort needed. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. yeah so All this right, match so what did you think of it which one? The Raw match with The Rock and Mankind. It was good. I like their matches. <coughs> yeah. I think I'm getting confused. Oh, yeah, the one. I'm thinking the one where they, we see during the actual Royal Rumble. Right, yeah. But no. So this I is his DX H. and Corporation are at ring set. Wait, I think I missed this one. I have, I have Triple H. Oh, yeah, they do. Like, yeah, earlier in the night they have that match and Shane screws Mick. I put out and then, my notes. <laughs> and then immediately mankind like puts him in the arm oh that's a submission right. move and demands the match with the rock that's tonight right. oh that's right that's right they, are, they have good chemistry this yeah they year. do and know, i think this, this is like, like the rock and a good it's not too long because it's on raw but it's about 10 minutes and gets every all the big hits in and then towards the end dx and the corporation are fighting and Steve Austin's music breaks, and it's one of the loudest pops yeah, okay, ever. Yeah, their minds. People are going yeah. crazy, jumping up and down. From the whole time he walks down, hits the rock with a chair, That's puts right. Mankind on top, yeah. and Mankind wins the belt. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's another reason people would have turned over. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah I mean, but he's only out there like 40 that's, seconds, that's so true. it's that's true. pretty quick, but he makes his presence felt. Oh, yeah, yeah. He always does, especially after being away. Yeah. Yeah, no, my notes pick up with the uh, the corporate rumble. 
Yeah, so then the next week, they have the corporate rumble where whoever wins, they say it's open to anyone in the corporation or DX. So what what was their, like, pretext to set this up? And whoever wins this is number 30 in the Royal Rumble. Because Vince doesn't want to be Because Vince wants to be number 30. 30. Vince wants to be 30? In the Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Because he, yeah, yeah. he was made number two. Right. Now he, he wants, wants to, to 30, work around right. that. So they do it, and of course Vince is seemingly the last guy to come out, and he tosses the boss man in Triple H at the end, mm-hmm. but then the DX music hits again, Yep. and China comes out, and as she gets in the ring, Steve Austin, Steve Austin comes out again in. and distracts Vince long enough to allow Pretend. China to toss him out. Yep. And Vince shows how unathletic he is by almost snapping his neck yeah. as he goes over the top rope and gets clotheslined right, yeah. by the bottom rope. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and like... We'll talk I, about the rum, and the okay. rumble itself. His, his, he's just a very odd bot, physical yes. specimen. Yes, yes. More ways than one. I think also the fact he had on his, like we talked about it, like his like, trainer shoes and yeah. his like, pleated khakis and his <laughs> belt. It was just like an odd ensemble yes. all around. But anyways, so... China's going to be number 30, yep. Steve Austin's number one, Vince McMahon's number two. Well, yeah, okay, let's get into it. Yeah, so we get to the Royal Rumble. January 30, what is that? 30, 24th, 1999 at the Pond. The in Pond? Air, oh, the yeah, Pond okay, in the Ducks, Anaheim, the Ducks got it. Anaheim, California. Got it, got it. Yep, and our first match is for the, oh, actually, no, for some reason they have the Road Dog, who's the hardcore champion. Oh, I said there was no stakes involved. I asked Yeah, you. that's the thing. It's The Road Dog is the hardcore champion. He won it from the big boss man earlier. So, why they're, so they're having a one-on-one match, which is not really their style. good. At, I mean, it's, and I it's said, long. It's a boring, long, boring match. 11 minutes, yeah. yeah. I said just a filler match, but at least it started with two good wrestlers. Yeah, it's it not does. like Al Snow. Yeah, it is Jeff two guys Jarrett, that were at like, least... That is the good thing about Rumble undercards, usually. You don't have a lot of fluff time. Right. Those right. are they're all in the rumble. Right. The fluff's all in the rumble. <laughs> yes. You have some decent underground yeah. matches. So the yeah. ma- I mean it starts it's a not a nothing tied to it personally, but it furthers the DX corporation right feud. And this cuz the corporation wins. Yes. And then the next match is more of the same. Yep. As Ken Shamrock destroys Billy Gunn like right. systematically. Just, right, just, yeah. Well, then, like, Val Venus runs out at one point, too, Yes, right? because Val Venus is... They both, uh, Billy Gunn and... Oh, jeez. And Val Venus had caught the eye of Ryan oh. Shamrock, Ken's sister. Oh, that's her name? Yes. What Named after Ken Shamrock's actual son. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and she Ryan was... Ryan Shamrock's the most Irish name I've ever heard, <laughs> yeah. by the way. And apparently she was a, uh, a female dancer in Houston, and that's where her first appearance was on Raw, and... I guess they so liked someone, her enough that she kept her, stayed around for a while. Yeah. So they were at like a strip club and they said like, hey, yeah, come, pretty come much. to our show. Well, yeah. that's kind of how they got like the Godfather's hose and stuff. Yeah. Like they'd call strip club owner and be like, hey, does any of your girls want to like, do this? Like, keep, their, keep their clothes on yeah, and right. just get 200 bucks. It's easy money. Yeah. Like, just like walk out, wait, yeah. and leave. I don't think they're really staying for the whole show. No, they're, I mean, they show up early and they or get. leave after their spot. And, and yeah. even then you get like backstage access at wrestling back then it was pretty hot shit yeah oh my light is swear on her yeah that's all right okay okay of the e rating all right but yeah i mean ken rump shamrock does his like crazy yelling yeah he's a he's robo shamrock at this point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and puts him in an ankle lock so fine yep 
No, that's kind of it with it. This is supposedly at the time the urban legend was that Billy Gunn was supposed to win, mm. but he got drunk the night before and showed up late. Oh. So to punish him, they and they changed the IC title so much at this point that it's very plausible that he would have lost it two weeks later anyway. So right, once again at the highest stakes. So right. it's like whatever. Keep the people entertained. And next we have uh, your guy, X-Pac. Yeah, X-Pac versus Gangrel. Versus Gangrel for the European title. And this liquid. Yes. And this has no buildup whatsoever. Like, yeah. they had not interacted. They had not announced this. It's just, here's like, a European here title match. What? I thought D'Lo Brown was the European title. No, X-Pac won it back. Okay. On a Raw, I think. Okay. So it was... All right. Well, if... And unfortunately, this match gets... Five minutes while but, Ken Shamrock and Billy Gunn get 15 minutes. Yeah, it seems a little out of I'm not saying, I mean, maybe eight and eight or something like that. Will we skip one? No, because those are pre-matches. Oh, okay. On Heat and... Gotcha. Yeah. That was 14 minutes. Yeah. Ken Shamrock won. Oof. All right. Uh, X-Pac and Gangrel getting just like... A minute more 50 than... 50 more, a minute more than uh, Sable. Sable and... Yeah. That's Luna, where they yeah. they had some time distribution problems on yeah, the show. Yeah, they, they could have yeah done that a little bit more intentional how they used yeah. that time, but yeah, it's good. I mean, I always like X Pac. Like, yeah, the, the ref goofed up the count. Yeah, there's one, one point where, yeah, he definitely counts three, three and it's very clearly not a like, three. Oh, and because oh, it's on Gangrel also. It, right, there's not supposed to be a new European champion. Yep, and then next, as you alluded to, we have. Sable versus Luna, and I think we've hit the point of diminishing returns on Sable matches. Where yeah, completely. if she's not, if it's not a mixed tag match with two guys carrying the work, right. and her just coming in for spots, it's not as good. Right? Are there um, so to say, are there any like women's matches that don't involve Sable? I feel like all the ones we've watched, it's never like Luna and Jacqueline in this time period. Not yeah, not for right now. Eventually, the one that people want to see. Yeah, Sable is. But the people, women's division. But people don't want to see her wrestle. They just Not really. Want to see they want to see her boobs, yeah. <laughs> but if she's wrestling, there's a chance Let's her boobs her. might pop out. Yeah. Because she doesn't really wear the most Supportive. conservative no. attire. No, she does not. Um, I mean, yeah. So, like, once again, Luna does all the work. So yeah. She wins. So. And, uh, yeah, that's all we need to say. It's not. Yep. Next one's funny. Yeah. So, like, yeah. The Rock their, versus like, Mankind in an I Quit match. And also, oh. at this point... I should note, as you may have noticed, The Rock is wearing the tracksuit. Yep. Rather than the tights. And apparently at this time he had, I believe the the medical name is titty reduction surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, because he didn't like his fatty Polynesian oh. nipples. Oh, really? So he had them, it reduced. Oh. He had like breast reduction surgery? Yes. What did they take out? Like, like fat? fatty tissue. Oh, okay. And, you know, he's got the nice sculpted body he does now. He does. Interesting. And so I think for like six weeks or so, they, he just had to wear the shirt to hide the scarring. Hide the scarring, probably. probably or interesting. And is that confirmed? Oh yeah, that's oh, like okay. He's he said like cosmetic surgery. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, well, it is cosmetic. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think women do it like their boobs are so big it hurts their back. I don't think that's why he did it. Yes, and as they say, the super bad. It's like <laughs> slapping in God's face. Yeah, never a problem I had. Anyways, okay. But yeah, so this is, yeah, yeah so the this, ending's kind of hard to watch, all the chair yeah, shots, that's, but the beginning's really fun. Right, I think, yeah, when, it's a really good... Like, like he was beating him with the microphone. Entertaining match, yes. <laughs> this is good. And then The Rock, 
Okay, I had a question here for this because yeah. I feel like mid nineties sometimes I like so nineteen ninety seven is just like blood fest. I feel like there wasn't a lot of blood in nineteen ninety what was the stance on blood at this time? Oh let it flow. Really? Yeah, there was a lot in ninety eight. Yeah, like there was not like ninety seven the but Steve this, Austin blood that was that's like the one I was thinking of. that was like not allowed at the time. Oh really? They like got, got they in were like for that. Well, they would have gotten in trouble if they didn't end up having the greatest man ever. Right, right. So it kind of evened it out. But like, but yeah, you know I mean? like up this... until like ninety seven, there was like a no blood policy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like compared to the other man, like there's in this pay per view, there's really not any at all. Well, there's mankind. Yeah, a little bit. That's what stitches. That's what I kind of was alluding to. Like I saw, I was like, I mean, oh, it's, it's not like while. every show, but right, they do it when it's meaningful. Gotcha. I think they, kind of, they try. It's out. not like you know, ECW where they would have six matches and five guys bleed. Yeah. Well, let's remember we've watched shows before, like the mat is like standing. Yeah. It's gross, but this is a little bit more in check. Um. So yeah, and yeah, the ending of the match comes when the yeah. Rock gets a pair of oh, handcuffs. Gosh. Yeah, and hits him with I think it's like fourteen or fifteen unprotected chair shots yeah, to the head, uh, and this awful. this was like hard to watch because especially not so much the match, but then in the movie Beyond the Mat, oh yeah, it's like this is one of the segments, like oh, this really? whole match, and his Mick Foley's family was front row, and I think his son's like seven and his daughter's oh, like gosh. five, and that's not what you want. It was only supposed to be like three or four chair shots, but each of them like. Mankind wanted it to look good at the end, and The Rock, like, one Like, they both had different ideas on how the final oh, shot should go, so they kept trying it. Oh, no. Rather than, like, being like, okay, that's good. Right. Like, someone, like, signaling, like... Right. And then, at the end, as they point out the next night on Raw, even though Mankind's unconscious, he says, I quit. And it sounds a lot like he screamed it at an interview on Heat earlier oh. in the night. So they... Reveal that it was actually a recording. Oh, okay. Because he was knocked unconscious. Oh, which, obviously. Well, in a way, you could say that's kind of quitting. It's your body right. quitting on your you. Right, saying I quit without saying the words I quit. So, yeah, and this was, yeah, like, in retrospect, this was not good for McFoley's health, obviously. No. And his, no. Fam- his wife was very upset. Yeah. And it kind of changed his style for, really, the rest of his career until he, like, his comeback, where... He doesn't do a chair shot to the head, like, That's except good. for once in a match. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, next month, right, is the, they're like, Super Bowl halftime, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of rolling down the stairs. Yeah, there, but right? it's, it's, not a lot of sh- it's chair yeah, yeah, and it's a lot more shtick, which right. oh, is yeah. what he's getting. I mean, he's really good he extended his career by figuring out using a sock puppet right. is going to help get him over, so. Yeah, yeah, prop comic. Yes, so like, he'll big in the lean 90s. more into that, yes. Yeah. But no, this is a yeah. Except for the ending, very fun to match, fun watch. Yes, to yeah, watch. and I mean, this is also the Rock starting to like talk all throughout the match. You know, yeah. especially with a I Quit match where the yeah, microphones involved. So. so he sings. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I know. I see. He had, he had a his yep. oops taken had, down. Had to, had to take him down a size, a cup, uh, a cup size. Okay. Uh, then and then we get to the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Now. Austin gets a huge pop. Yeah, Steve Austin is over super huge. He he had arrived early in the night in a monster truck limo. Oh, nice. As, as one does. And so the big thing was going in. Vince McMahon was going to offer up to anyone who eliminates Steve Austin $100,000. That's right. The bounty. Yes, and they, they bring that up numerous times. 
And so Steve Austin enters one, Vince McMahon is two, and with he comes out just oiled up. Oh, Showing yeah. off his guns. Yeah. And yeah, he just has an odd, like, wooden way of yeah, walking. Yeah, and, his, like, body I mean, body not, not just his, awkward. like, you know, his strut that he does nowadays, but, or back then at least. His, like, swagger. But this is just, like, his legs move oddly, like. Yeah. He's a very oddly built man. Yeah, right. I mean, steroids, I guess, will. Yeah, kind of just distorted. Just, yeah. Yeah. So they come out, and Steve Austin gets his 30 seconds of, or 90 seconds unabated of attacking Vince McMahon. Yeah, everyone eats it up. Yeah, and goes like he's going to eliminate him, and then throws him back in the middle of the ring because he wants to enjoy this. Right. And then Golga comes out. Yep. Our good friend of the, from the oddities. Yes, with, with the ICP music that's Yeah, censored out on the peacock as the fans. Everyone waving their arms to <laughs> a different their arms song. to a different beat. And... Steve Austin eliminates him in 15 seconds. Yep. And then him and Vince McMahon go through the middle rope or under the bottom rope. Right. So they're not out. They're not eliminated. Got the ring though. And they run to the back and there's no one in the ring. Yep. And then Draws comes out and there's one person in the ring. Yep. And then Edge comes out and they fight, but no one cares about these two guys. Right. And And then in the back, in the women's locker, the women's bathroom, uh, the corporation was lying in wait right, and attacked Steve Austin and yes. laid him out. Right. Um, did they have a kit on the Jumbotrons? Can people see what was going I on? I mean, they probably have something set up. I'm trying to think of this. It would have been just on, like, the scoreboard because they didn't have, right. like, the big Tron or screen or anything back then. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but it's... And then it's just these jobbers in the rumble point. Like Yeah, there's a couple of low points. In this. Yeah, like, Gilberg... Steve Blackman, Dan Severn, Tiger Alley Singh, the Blue Meanie. Mabel comes out for the first time in four years. Well, he showed up on Heat to attack Mankind. Okay. And now he's in the Royal Rumble. And then the Road Dog comes out, and he kind of lasts a little while. but Right, he kind of brings his <coughs> life back And then it. Mabel gets abducted by the Undertaker. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah, that was really bizarre. Yeah. So and the Undertaker's like a cult leader now? Yes, he has his for own cult. For a brief period of time. And, All right. You know, kind of the demon, the Satan character. Demon Kane? No, uh, not yet. I know. <laughs> and then, yeah, more just jabbers until finally Kane comes out. And he eliminates that everyone that's in the ring. Mm-hmm. But then the, the people from the psychiatric hospital come out to try and get him. That's right. And he eliminates himself. So, again, there's a point where there's no one in the ring in the Rumble. Yep. And then Ken Shamrock comes out, but he's still just by himself. Just being his crazy And then guy. at this point, Vince McMahon comes back out. Right. And then... Now, the last ten guys are, at least for the most part... Pretty... Important, but, like, it just goes to show you, if you weren't in the last ten guys, you don't matter to the company at all. Really? I yeah. mean, outside of Kane. Yeah. Like, all those guys are... Shown to be very dispensable. Oh, you think you think Road Dog is dispensable? Yeah, I mean he had the, the longest point. run, but yeah. So the last the last fifteen minutes of it is pretty good, I think. Like, mm-hmm. but once after as we see the Undertaker being loaded into the hearse, right? Miraculously, right there, an ambulance pulls up, and it's Steve Austin, and he re-enters. Oh yeah, because we didn't really talk about that yet. After he got attacked in the bathroom yes. by the. By the Corporation. It took him away on a right. stretcher. Right, he was loaded on a stretcher. Very precariously, or yes. passively, I yeah. should say. Yeah, they were 
They did not care about his no. arm not being strapped or anything no. like that. I mean, I don't think they were like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he's taken away, and then he comes back. And Vince McMahon is very, very worried when he sees Steve Austin returning. Yeah. And then, as he has now come out and he's the third commentator on this match. Right, right. Yeah, so. And a note about commentary real quick. This is our second pay-per-view where it's Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. Yeah. And the reasoning for that is the week before the December pay-per-view in London, there was a pay-per-view and Jim, Jim Ross was told that his mom had died. Aww. And he had another bout with his Bell's palsy. Aww. So he was like off TV for a couple of months here. Aww. Yeah. That's sad. I was about to ask what happened to JR. He comes back though? He does, yeah. And they actually show in Beyond the Mat because they have like all this backstage footage. He's like giving a lot of the lines to Michael Cole, like oh, to say, good. like to try and put over the importance. Yeah, because you really have to like sell it when yeah. you uh, especially like, at the, some, in this time period, especially. It's too. Like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, your boss coming out oiled up and right, yeah, <laughs> thinking he's gonna awkward. take on this hillbilly psycho killer. <laughs> so eventually it gets down though to uh well china comes out yeah and she does get her her final comeuppance with mark, mark henry, henry by clotheslining him out yeah but then immediately she turns around and is clotheslined out yeah, by steve, steve austin. austin tips her out right away so i think they should have given her more of a run because yeah i think it was just kind of it was just the point that she was in it yeah. not so much that she right like hung with them because they do that as the she seems like she can, like, wrestle decently. She could do enough, yeah. I, I'm surprised to have her wrestle more. I mean, she should yeah. not be talking. She has, like, zero no. charisma, charisma. But, like, yeah. she could actually seem like she could wrestle a little bit. But She has enough skills to get by, yeah. Right. But it, she also needs the match to have lots of bells and whistles also. Right, right. And so. then, so, yeah, it comes down to Steve Austin. The big boss man is one of the last guys in. And... D'Lo Brown is actually in the uh-huh. final four, I was say, yeah. and he hits the he hits his frog splash on he does, yeah. on Steve Austin, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but eventually, he gets tossed. Actually, he gets tossed by the big boss man, right? And then Austin eliminates D- yeah, D- the D- big Lo. boss man. The big boss man, sorry, yeah. And then another thing, right? Where D- there are the two of them with classic distraction. Yep. So, so Steve Austin here just destroys. Uh, Vince McMahon here, including a ridiculous chair shot. That's that right. Actually, in the movie, we see Vince McMahon needed a couple stitches in the back of his head. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, he was busted. Jeez. And rolls him in and is just taking his time destroying him, gives him a stunner, is waiting for him to come up, and then The Rock comes out. Yeah. And just kind of starts yelling at him. He yells at him, gets on the apron, distracts him long enough for Vince McMahon to come up behind him and yeah, toss him in the win. So then Vince McMahon wins the Royal Rumble, which is, like, lame. Yeah, well, it, you know. so, I mean, that, that story's fine. The problem with it is, like, in a Rumble, one of the things you want to do is have someone who's in there a long time. So the fans, right. who either the fans hate or the fans love. So one way or another, they'll care about them. And they could have done it with Steve Austin, but he's not in it for two-thirds of the match. Right, they kind of just they kind of go off stage. They kind of are, yeah. like, the first two-thirds of this match, well, Steve Austin and Vince McMahon enter. Don't worry about the next 25 minutes. Exactly. And then here's the last... Or don't worry about the next half hour. Right. Worry about the last 10 minutes. Right. Which, it's... Usually it will kind of come to that, but not having someone in there the whole time that right. people care Especially about. Especially number one. Yeah, yeah. Either of them. 
like, yeah, obviously Vince McMahon's not going to wrestle. Like, he could have done the same thing, though, and just escaped and uh-huh. sat on commentary and had tests protect him or something, you know. Right, yeah. But, yeah, and it would have been nice to see Steve Austin interact with Gangrel and, right, kind you know, of the Godfather. Especially. I mean, him and D'Lo Brown is a cool little thing that you don't see often. Right, well, didn't get to see it too much here either. No, and we do get a very rare... Owen Hart, Steve Austin. Yes, he talked about that. Not, yeah. not long, but right. we interact for a little bit. That's fine. Um, when does Owen Hart have his? Uh, that's coming up in May. May, okay. That's okay. why we're going to have to reschedule around that. I don't want to watch that pay-per-view. Okay. Because okay. it's nothing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. That's fine. But we'll get there. Well, yeah, okay. When we get there. So yep. Vince McMahon wins the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then Yay. does his bear bath. And oh, that's yeah, Steve Austin. all of uh, Steve Austin's stuff. Yep. And then the next night on Raw, it is Vince McMahon is very proud of himself. Talks about how he single-handedly defeated Steve Austin, but does agree that The Rock helped distract him so he will be getting his $100,000 bond tee. Obviously. And then decides to announce, though, that he doesn't want to face The Rock at WrestleMania. He is. He's giving up. His he's spot. giving up all rights and privileges as the winner of the Royal Rumble, and then Steve Austin joins on the Titan Tron, and he's at Shawn Michaels' house. That's right. And they're getting drunk at Shawn Michaels' yeah, bar. Yeah, and, and Steve Austin definitely looks. Yes, drunk Steve here. Austin is. He's shoot drunk. He's, yeah, he's kind of like wobbling a little bit. I think he was, you know, getting into character and mm-hmm. did his job. Got a little too much into character. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels reveals that since he, since Vince McMahon gave up his right as the winner. It immediately goes to the runner-up, which was Steve Austin. So Steve Austin now is Back has in the, running. Yeah. the WrestleMania title match. And then he offers to put that up on the line if he could get a steel cage match against Vince McMahon. Right, because Vince McMahon's only good at running. Sorry. Yes. So he wants him in a cage where he, he can't run. He can't run away. They're all like, ooh. Yes. And then later in the night, uh, we see the armored truck coming with right. the rocks money and mankind attacks them and steals the money obviously and challenges the rock to a match at halftime heat which is going to be during the halftime of the big game oh okay. you can't say the anything but yeah, the big game right that's, that's still so odd to me yes you can't say the big you have to say the big game right and it will be an empty arena match so that no one could interfere right and also, though, after this challenge, Triple H comes out and challenges The Rock for a match tonight. Right. And says that he knows he didn't make Mankind quit, and you can't make me quit. Mm. So it's an I quit match. Yep. And it's, you know, the Triple H-Rock feud we've seen before, and it's, it's not the latter match or anything, but... Right. It's good for a Raw main event. It is. It's, I mean, Raw main events sometimes could be, like, two-minute oh. schmazzes, so... Having an actual match like, with yeah. the finishes, nice and Triple H kind of gets the upper hand, hits the pedigree in the ring, yep. hits the pedigree on the floor, yeah. goes to hit the pedigree on the table, and the corporation comes out of and course, yeah. they threaten to choke slam China. That's right, yeah. Through the or just choke slam her, and so Triple H says s- I quit. Says I quit, but then China turns on DX mm-hmm. and gives Triple H a low blow. She's yep. sold out. So now China's part of the corporation. Yes. Plot twist. Yep. And that's where we'll pick it up next dot, time. Dot, we have dot, dot, to be continued. At least the big match at Valentine's Day Massacre will be Vince McMahon versus Steve Austin. Okay. 
again? Yep. Oh, well, the this is match? singles, yeah. yeah. Got it. Well, you know what I mean. You're right. Okay, okay. so the rankings now for this oh, one. So Royal Rumble 1999. What? Oh, uh, very uneven. I mean, <coughs> the I mean without the Rock Mankind yeah. match, this would be kind of a dud. That kind of gives it a little bit of a saving grace. Um, I'll start at a seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. My lowest is Judgment Day at a five, and it's got at least. Is it better than Judgment Day? Yeah, it's better than Judgment Day. <laughs> Because it's got the Rock Mankind match, and I'll go six. Okay. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's the title match is good, but I think there's better Rock Mankind matches, and it's one that's of the true. worst Rumbles right. ever. So that's not that strikes against it rather than for it. For yeah. it. All right. And then top matches. Uh, the Rock versus Mankind. Yeah. There's really no like everything else would be a distant second. <laughs> I'll also say Rock Mankind. I guess I'll go with Gangrel X-Pac. I was going to say that just one too. To, yeah, we would, I forgot we would have picked two. Just give X-Pac some love. Yeah, absolutely. I know you'll you'll go with that as well, absolutely. I'm sure. Absolutely, give X-Pac some love always. All right. All right. Yep, and that's it. Until next time. Yep, so what's the next? It's called St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yes, because it actually occurs on Valentine's Day, 1999. Oh, we should start, we should watch it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> is a Wednesday this year, so yes. we'll be around. Yep. All right, until then, we'll see you next time. Bye.